Welcome back to the Noble Corps podcast. This is your host, Grunt. And John the Chief. And we are here today for episode 10, our 10th episode of the Noble Corps podcast. Wow. Um, which is crazy. So 10 episodes in, we finally got Doom Eternal out and Half-Life Alex out. But before we do any of that, we got uh, right off the drop pod with um, hashtag ask Noble Corps questions over on Twitter. Heck yeah. So I'll go ahead and uh, start off with the first one. So um, Mr. No Life said, one thing that has become more apparent in gaming over the past decade has uh, is dynamic soundtracks that are used to enhance gameplay. What are some of your favorites? If I'm being honest, definitely like the one that comes to my mind instantly is Doom Eternal. Instantly. Yeah, I agree. I think Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal both are masterful in that. Um, in that degree. And I also think Halo does a really good job oh, of yeah. that too. Uh, especially um, with um, Breaking Benjamin and I believe it was Halo 2 that they uh, did a collab with. Yeah, yes, yes, that was in Halo 2. So, they, uh, oh, yeah. Some of that guitar stuff, yeah. man. Like like the way that they, um, that those soundtracks help enhance gameplays, you know, they always, they have very specific tracks for like different levels and different situations where, you know, a lot of other games, especially like you know, your Call of Duty and stuff. They just have your your modern action, like, tracks, which aren't bad necessarily. But what I really like about Doom and Halo in particular um, about the soundtracks is that they're they're very interactive. It really just goes off of what you're doing in the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, usually, like especially when, like, it gets really intense. Like, they really somehow just know how to make it work really, really crazy. And, like, when you rip out of it, man, like, that's the best feeling and i think music dynamic makes it you know like a, even more of like a cherry on top because when you play a game muted it's totally different than when you have like the music and like everything blaring at you you know yeah i mean doom eternal i mean i can play halo more muted but not as much but when you play doom i mean part of the flow of the gameplay is the soundtrack oh yeah it keeps your beat and you know it's really funny that he would, uh, Mr. No Life, that you'd ask this question this week because uh, earlier, I think um, just last night, I was watching an interview with Mick Gordon, who was the composer for Doom and Doom Eternal, um, about how like he puts those soundtracks together, and he has like this for like a certain mission or a certain area. Um, he has this like twenty-five minute long track that has like different segments of the music, and he explains how like if you're just walking around and like find collectibles, he has one track. And then when you start finding like a little bit of demons, it'll switch over to another track and fade into that one. Ooh. And then as, as like the, the, the conflicts become more in- intense, they, they swap through and merge into different tracks within that one track. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't, it was definitely yeah. done beautifully. I mean, like doom eternal was Awesome, because you and I, we and I both beat it, and yes, just we have beat it. the music, like Doom twenty sixteen, I did like a lot, but something about Doom Eternal was just more amazing. They somehow it, just blew yeah. it straight out of the water, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah, that soundtrack is insane. But yeah, if you guys want to know more about like how Mick Gordon did that for Doom Eternal, he's actually got a video over on YouTube. He just did the other day. It's called like. Um, doom music and quarantine chill or something like that it's like a two hour long video where he goes and he explains that it's really interesting i'd highly recommend it if you have the time hell yeah dude like seriously i've got to i've definitely got to check it out yeah it's it's really interesting and mick is such a cool guy he's 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 really funny um well let's see so we also uh like last podcast we asked the question what are your expectations for doom eternal what do you want to happen um, like in the campaign. So we had a few answers come through. Uh, the first one here is from Tech Hardy. And he says, I want to kill some demons in a new and creative ways. And I'm really hoping for theater so I can take some epic screenshots. Um, which is awesome because I know Doom Eternal has like a photo mode. Not necessarily theater, but you can, when you're replaying missions, you can pop into photo mode and take some absolutely freaking awesome pictures. Didn't know how to do that, by the way. So I've got to figure out how to do that. I will. Um, I'll follow up with you about that. It's really cool, dude. I really want to take some killer, uh, killer pictures, especially with the um, with a couple of the skins that you get. Like, I really, yeah. really want to pull up and like you know 
really show some of those cool skins and give it that, you know, that meaty, bloody look. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. They give you options. Um, I have I have some really funny uh, Doomicorn um, <laughs> photos that I took with him, like, floating through space near Mars. Oh, my like, God. Like, in a badass band, but it's Doomicorn. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll show Yeah, I'll have to follow up with you how to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Doom Eternal does come with a, a photo mode. Uh, it doesn't come with a theater yet, so you can't, like, watch your gameplay. I don't know if they're going to do that, but... As far as taking epic screenshots, it's definitely something you can do. And I know Tech Hardy and quite a few others have probably already been taking advantage of that. Definitely want to as well. I really, really want to. I mean, you're really good at it. So I'm excited to see what you could bring to the table. Dude, I'm excited to throw it down on the table. <laughs> right? Throw it down. Throw it down. Here's some caco demon. <laughs> some caco. Some Oscar. <laughs> some Oscar. <laughs> what you're telling Oscar. me. Earlier. Yeah, so Oscar is like. It's just what we call the Kaiko demons in the Doom community. It's it's just a funny meme. Um, but then we have our second question um, on there, and it's from Christopher Bush. And he says, I'm hoping the codex system is expanded. A few more boss fights, a few more weapons, and I hope it's very fun, like expand the fun 10 times more than Doom 2016. I think they did John, that. what are your thoughts on I, that? I, I yeah? think they really did that. Um, honestly, the boss fights and which we have something – on there, I'm going to hint, it has a four-legged thing that runs with it. Um, also, if, just in case, I'm going to put a spoiler warning out. Just in case, I think we should be okay. I'm just going to throw it out just in case. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to avoid talking spoilers, yes. but if you if you consider talk about the game like at all, spoilers or certain mechanics. Or, or maybe bosses. Like some bosses. I mean, there's mostly everything you've seen in the trailer anyways, but... Um, you know, very light spoiler warning. We're not going to go into any thick plot details, though. Yeah, not for a little bit, at least. Um, yeah, at least for a few weeks. Um, I'd say the weapons are pretty much the same. Like, they really did keep some of the weapons. They added a new weapon, which I'm not going to talk about. It's cool. Um, I just got it today, which is a really, really cool weapon. Yeah, it's a secret weapon you have to lock doing the Slayer Gates. Yes. Very, it's badass. Yeah, but, it's cool. Yeah, we'll save that one. Um... And then, like, I don't know, just, like, the way the... I, I personally feel like the guns act different than uh, 2016. Like, I really feel like it did uh, a beautiful job on how it was able to move things. And, like, you know, like, when you switch to a different gun and you can just... Ugh, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It's, it's just done so well. And, like, how the weapon feels, you know? Yes. I mean, I think the weapons in this game are just fantastic. A lot of them are uh, mostly the same, um, but have been reapproached to be better. Um, and I know the railgun has been replaced by like a, this cross, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a crossbow red shooting gun. It's, it's awesome. It works very similar, but I think it's, um, once you upgrade it, it's better than the railgun in 2016. But when, yeah. starting off, I think the railgun is better. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I actually really like it. At first, I didn't really touch it. If I'm being totally honest with you, I did not touch the rocket launcher that much. Really? Like, that was actually the last weapon that I pulled out because I was just out of ammo. And you said that was the same case for 2016 as well, right? I'm just not a rocket launcher dude, but for whatever reason, I use the the gauss uh, the gauss gun a lot. Um. I use the plasma rifle a lot as well as like the assault rifle. Um, but definitely the one that I think you definitely would use the most as well would be the doom, doom Slayer's signature shock, uh, shotgun, the super shotgun. Yeah. The super shotgun. I, I mean, that's my go-to that's like my standard, but I go through every weapon. I use every single weapon in every single counter. Um, and I use this chainsaw like a crazy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. They definitely, you have, uh, to. you have to, yeah, they really adapted to pushing like, Hey, there's not much ammo around. You're just going to have to, um, you know, chainsaw a few dudes. But there's actually uh, been a couple cases because I wasn't used to it yet where I'd be in a fight and uh, there's something really big up against me. Not necessarily a boss, but something that's really big. I'm low on health and all I have is the rocket launcher and I didn't have yeah. the uh, the special uh, power up or like um, more so like a level up thing that you'd get where... Mm -hmm the explosives do less damage to you. So no matter what, I just fucking kill myself. <laughs> so damn, it yeah, was uh, two triggers, two, two guns. Have you looked through any of the codexes yet? 
a handful. Indeed. So what I'm doing right now is I wanted to finish the main story. I'm going through again, collecting uh, some of the collectibles, and then I'm going to be going through, listening to all the stuff, looking at all the codexes and stuff like that. Then afterwards, I'm going to be doing um, a 100% run where I have to pick up every collectible before I can go to the next area. Dude, that sounds intense. Yeah, definitely. Are you going to do that on Nightmare? Yeah, oh yeah, I want to try on Nightmare. (laughs) Dude, heck yeah. Legendary status. Yeah, I mean, I've been reading through a few codexes, and I think they're, um, they definitely expand, like uh, Christopher was saying, they definitely expand on what 2016 brought in a lot of good ways, and a lot of things from the codexes in the last game actually come through into play in this game. I'm not going to go into them, but we'll talk about them more of our spoiler review that... Yeah, I think the codexes are great. And then uh, he also brought up more boss fights. What do you think about that? More boss fights? Better boss fights? Honestly, the boss fights they had um, this time around, I felt like were done perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I don't think they could have planned any more boss fights better. Like, it really was set up well, at least for me. Like, personally, yeah. I thought it was amazing, phenomenal you know, well mm-hmm. put together. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. And I'll, I'll talk more about boss fights a little bit later, but I think they did phenomenal. I mean, I love 2016's boss fights, but I think overall, I think uh, they stepped up their game oh. in Eternal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, yeah. absolutely. It's it's just done really well. And like like I said, like I so I just barely jumped into Dune 2016, literally last month. Yes, literally, yes, you did. Beginning of last month. So I only had to wait a month for this game. Well, you had to wait, what was it, like three years? Uh, Four, almost four by like a month or two months. Wow. And so it's like, as soon as I was done with 2016, I was like, oh God, I need more. I need more. And, you know, there's the Doom community that's just like, you just barely joined and you're saying you need more. And I'm like, yes. Yes, give me all of it. (laughs) And I, yes. And, you know, on top of that too, also don't forget that we're getting two more story expansions for Eternal. We are. Coming down the line. Yes, what? we are. If you got the deluxe edition, you'll be getting those. Dude, good thing I bought yeah. that. Me and you bought that. And I know, like, you can still buy them if you got the standard. I don't have any idea what they're about or when they're coming, but we're going to get more. And I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. Dude, I'm hella excited. Hell yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on just to our normal overall review. We kind of t- touched on some things here, but we're just going to move on to your view. So, John, I want to know. What are your initial reactions of this game? Do you like it more than 2016? What are just what are your thoughts? Uh, do I like it more than 2016? Absolutely. It was done oh so well. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. one thing we are going to be getting into a little bit later is uh, collectibles. And you know I'm a sucker for collectibles. Oh yes, I know you're the collectible guy. Yes, man. yes, I definitely am. So like little hit like the littlest of details just make me so happy. And so yeah. um, I personally felt like the collectibles were a million times better this game. Like they had way oh, cool yeah. there's stuff. Like, there's like five times as more too. Oh, there's yeah. so many in this game and I love it. And then um, should I, uh, oh, I don't know. Just if talk- I, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll mention this one thing. Uh, another thing yeah. that I really loved that they added to this game that I never thought of would be, uh, I hope this isn't a spoiler, cheat, code, uh, cheat codes. No, no, all the all the collectibles, no spoilers there. Hell yeah, perfect. So yeah, no spoilers. Um, no. Definitely the collectibles uh, for the cheat codes. I haven't gotten all of them, but I've gotten a handful. I love yeah. them. They're so cool, and I like that they're, uh, they're floppy disks. Yeah, and on top of that, what I really appreciate about the cheat codes that other games, uh, well, that this game doesn't do, that other games such as Rage 2 did, is if you activate your cheat codes, you still get progress in the game. You can still get achievements and stuff like that. Whereas in a game like Rage 2, you could get the cheat codes, but it would disable your progression so you can earn anything while doing it. Uh, Doom 2016 just throws his middle finger up and it says, go, go fucking crazy. You mean Eternal, right? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Eternal, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sh- I don't know. I- I'm sure they would do it in 2016 uh, too, yeah, <laughs> if they had the opportunity. I was going to say, we're, uh, we're getting back in the groove. We're a couple days late recording this um, because obviously Doom came out. Uh, so we've been Doom came out playing hard on yeah. that, and then as well as we're going to get into later is Half Life. Half Life Alex also came out on Monday when we usually do our recordings, so uh, we delayed it a few days so I can play a little bit of that, get understanding, and just some general uh, tech issues we ran into. But 
Yeah, we're just getting back into it, so do bear with me. I guarantee you I'm going to say 2016 about a 500 more times when I'm referring to it. Oh, shit, I'm, so. scared. I'm scared I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Oh, yeah, but like, um, go, uh, going back to um, kind of like what we're talking about on um, Doom Eternal, uh, overall, like, I loved everything about it like honestly i don't think i have a complaint at least at the moment like but from what i'm seeing so far it's genuinely a good game a great game a phenomenal game yeah oh yeah i mean my thoughts on eternal are very similar i think this is uh i mean this game exceeds well beyond my high expectations for the game yeah oh yeah this game did things that i would never had even thought of and when they did them, they it was top notch in every section, every corner of this game. I don't have a single complaint about it. I mean, everything I I do in this game is perfect. I I've never got bored at any point. I never felt like it was unfair at any point. Um, every time I died, I knew why I died, and I knew how I died, and I knew how to get better. The collectibles in this game, I I I love the collectibles. I personally, my favorite things to go look for are the records. I love listening to the the music in the Doom. Oh uh, hell yeah, Fortress of Doom. Um, those are my personal favorite ones to collect. But I like the new toys and uh, cheat codes and uh, stuff like that that you can find in the codexes. Um, and I really appreciate um, how f- much they're pushing the first person shooter genre forward with this game. Oh yeah, um, it really feels like something completely new, while something very old school while something very modern at the same time. It's like they do three things at once and they execute everywhere. Good software is just, they're, they're just at the top of their game right now. This is definitely, I'd, I'd be willing to say this might be the most perfectly crafted FPS game ever made. Um, like even, even with Halo involved, I, I still kind of think in that opinion on there. Not that I like do more than Halo, but like, I think as this game, how it is and how it's crafted um, and all that. It's just, it's just perfect. I just yeah. don't have any complaints anywhere. It, it, I can't think is. of a single thing. I can't think of a single thing I didn't like. Like even the, if I ran into a glitch, I was laughing my ass off. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not ran into glitches. Really? I ran into two. Okay. Very small glitches. The first glitch I, <laughs> I uh, went to go kill a revenant while uh, trying to clamber, and I got stuck inside the map. And then all the demons came over and stared at me. What? I was, the I was just laughing. Fuck. Did you? Yeah. So that? I mean, I, I didn't. No, no I didn't record it. I didn't think to. I was too busy laughing, and then I just reset the checkpoint. Um, and then I actually don't know if this is a glitch or not, but it was at the the final boss of the game. I'm not going to spoil anything about it, but I basically flew like way outside the map when he did something. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a glitch or if I just was in the wrong place on the wrong time. And I just got fucking flinged into it. Like oblivion. You got you into hell. Yeah. It was a very white hell, very, uh, computery hell. Oh shit. <laughs> it was interesting, but it was only like one time. You were, uh, Not you were getting thrown back into, um, the original doom <laughs> back in the 1993. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, even then I was like, oh, that's freaking hilarious. Like, I don't know. I, glitches don't big me too much. And I've really hadn't run into any personally. Well, that's really good to hear. Um, the reason why I said I haven't ran into any yet is because surprisingly, I usually go try to find glitches. I haven't tried to find any yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, oh man, I'm trying to, trying to think what I was just about to say. Oh no, it's <laughs> losing. Oh, come back. No! Come back. No. No. <laughs> no, I lost it. <sighs> oh, that's okay. If you remember <laughs> it, just start blurting it. It'll, it'll it'll come up, and I'm sure it'll be like in the middle when we're like talking about like I uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, why don't we just, why don't we talk about so let's let's talk about collectibles? In oh yes, yes, in this game. yes. And I know you're the collector's guy. You tell me everything that you loved about that. Uh, my. F- favorite thing is some collectibles were easy to find i was like baby stuff found it yeah i mean it was just sitting right there you know you turn left instead of right and it was just sitting there yeah sometimes it's like that and sometimes it's hidden right behind a 
a wall that you'd have to break, but that wall, usually walls that you'd have to break are cracked and you'd notice cause the crack usually looks the same for all of them. Uh, but the mm-hmm. problem is, um, it'd be in like a shadowy area. And sometimes you'd be in another spot where you could look, where you could look at it. And what I do is usually if I can see the collectible, I jump up straight to it if I can. And I start looking around trying to find ways on how I can get in. Then I look at the map. Yeah. I try to trace saying, okay, if I went this way or, okay, this probably went up this way and do that way. A couple times, yes, you know, I did it right. Um, but stuff like that, sometimes it'd totally throw you off, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes it was like, you might, overshoot it you might be thinking about it too hard in reality you had to climb up over a pipe punch a wall and there you are yeah i know there's a few of myself haven't figured out how to get <laughs> there's a side i sat there for 30 minutes and i was like fuck it i can't do this i can't figure it out i'll come back later oh yeah dude <laughs> i there's definitely a few of those i will definitely find a way to get it you i i could bet your sweet ass i will stay in that map until i get it that, I know you will too. Run. Yeah, yeah. So with my collectible run, it's gonna be specifically like, okay, I will get this this map. Yes, I will get this in this moment. So I will definitely get the collectible because I am just such a collectible guy. Um, also, like, um, I I was on the, I think the third map or the second map, and mm-hmm. um, basically I fell down in a weird area, and I was like, what the hell. And then I saw this old school looking doom box, like little doom barrel, oh, really? like a silver thing. Yeah. Walked up to it, a little thing like poof confetti, I think. And then it had like a little thing up top. I don't know what it did, but it was cool. It made me happy because I was like, cool, original doom oh, stuff. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's I haven't seen that. That's cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I haven't found any more. It was literally like when I was playing it the first night and I it just mm. ugh, I don't know. It just made me fall in love. Like, like I said, like. When something yeah. is so, so new, but they like really go back to their roots and like really kind of like to connect things, which we eventually will go through. Um, mm-hmm. Just so, so good. Like I love seeing yeah. just old stuff connecting to the new, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. This game is great at that. Um, well, what would you say is your favorite collectible so far that you found? Cheat codes. Or I love the floppy disk. Do you have one in particular that's your favorite? Um, I haven't collected all of them, so I'm actually not going to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think the collectibles are freaking awesome, huh? Oh, yeah. I I seriously love them. I'm really happy how, you know, they really set it up. Like, a couple of them, I was like, oh, you know, that was easy. But I love the ones that make your gears turn in your head. And reality might be something super simple, and you just wasted 20 minutes. But, man, were those 20 minutes the best 20 minutes ever? (laughs) <laughs> right. And that's one of my favorite things is that it gives you enough where you can find easily to motivate you to find the harder ones because it feels good when you find them. It's balanced. It really is. It is. I, everything about this game is balanced. Yeah. That's my thing about this game. It's just so balanced. And that even goes for collectibles. So there you go. That's how balanced they've made this game. Yeah. It, it really um, is. All things as balanced as they should be. Yeah. I've got to say there's a few of them. There's a few Easter or Easter eggs uh, collectibles mm-hmm. that I are. I've just been obsessed with. That I've just loved. Um, like I said earlier, uh, the records are so my far yes. my favorite thing to look for. Uh, my favorite ones uh, is the Doom Three theme that you could play in the Fortress of Doom. That one I've been doing almost every time I go back there. I always put that theme on when I'm just chilling. That's cool. um, there's a Quake Three uh, theme song in there. I think it's a theme. Maybe it's a boss fight, but it's got like that old video game um metal mm-hmm. not like not quite like your 1993 Doom like 16-bit metal. But like you know, you got your full guitars and stuff. But it it just feels different and feels great. Yeah, um, it feels like Unreal Tournament, I guess, for those who haven't played a Quake game. Um, and then there's one uh, that I really love, and this is really cool. Um, I was showing this on Twitter, and then I was able to figure it out as well, at least the one of them. Um, but you could play the entirety of Doom One and Two in this game in the Fortress of Doom. Yes. Yes, I, I figured out how to get Doom 2 to work, but I haven't figured out Doom 1 yet. Um, and I played I played the first, like, five levels of Doom 2, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so I, I connected something. I don't know if it's correct, but I think I found a way to play Doom 1. Oh, really? We'll have to go over that. Okay, because I wasn't sure if you wanted me to uh, go over it right now, or should we shape that? <laughs> uh, not quite yet, okay. because 
I wanted to show because I know how to get Doom 2. However, that is linked to a possible spoiler in the campaign. Okay, so yeah, then maybe we shouldn't go over it. So I'm not going to go over that until uh, the, the spoiler review that we do. Yeah, I was going to say the first one's connected to collectibles. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now when we were talking about earlier... I remember last podcast, we were talking about the movement. Mm. Um, we, we, I know we talked about Doom 3's movement and Doom 2016's, and now we want to talk about Eternal's movement. How do, you, how do you like it? Do you dislike it? What do you think? I am speed. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. So um, I, should I talk about one of the perks? I just, I just really feel bad if I just totally ruin it for someone. Please. No, I th- the only thing that we're not talking about is story in this okay. review everything else is fair game okay sounds good i just want to make sure i didn't wrong i you know I, I just want to make sure we don't ruin it for people uh but i have no. one of these uh things uh selected that once you pick this up or you find it basically um i have it set up where after i get a glory kill i get more speed <laughs> that I sounds like something you would that. do i immediately so anything that makes me faster and make me move around things um uh, that actually made me think of something else as well, but I'll get back to it as soon as I finish this up. Uh, but what I also loved is the few times that I picked up haste on top of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I bet you felt like the speed dude. I would run up to Flash and punch him in the nuts, and he still wouldn't be able to cash up from to me. <laughs> you'd uh, you'd obliterate him with one punch. I hope you know that. He <laughs> <laughs> would just explode into oh, red my dust, God, dude. It was. I seriously love the movement. I cannot get over for how fluid it is. Like it really is fluid. And like, that was like, I wouldn't say a complaint about 2016. I still love the movement, but I was like, I wish I was a bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah. They, I remember you saying that they totally, totally answered my question, even though the game was already made <laughs> at that point. They were, well, just, you, you know, finished. you know, the funny thing is, yeah, your base speed isn't as fast as 2016s, but with all of the mechanics that you put into it and the things that you upgrade, you become faster yeah. than 2016. It's crazy how that works out. Then I think I, I, can't, I don't know if I'm noticing this correctly, but I think if you get like lower health, you actually go a bit slower or after you get hit. I know. I, know I mean, I know, I know, like, when you almost die, it'll turn, like, black and white, and you might go into slow motion. Yeah, I have that. Um, I know that's too. one of the mods. I have that one now. Okay. I, don't, I actually haven't noticed that you move slower when you're hurt, but then again, I might just not be paying attention to that. Maybe it's just, like, maybe I get, like, put in a weird corner, then I notice it for weird reasons. So, I don't know. It's, mm. it's like, all of a sudden, I'll, like, move a bit slower, then all of a sudden, I'll catch up in speed. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't personally noticed that, but that's a, that's a good observation. And then, uh, one thing I actually did want to take a note of real quick. Yeah. Um... I didn't find that many, um, like, I didn't find that many, like, uh, power-ups, like haste or quad damage. I didn't see that many, which I wasn't, I, I wouldn't say he's a complaint at all, because I, mean, I basically no. had haste the whole time, but it was fun picking them up, you know? Yeah, they were definitely used a little more sparingly, but when you used them, they were fucking powerful. Yes, they really I felt were. twice as badass, twice as fast in this game when I used those than I did in 2016. Even with the, um, I'm going to call it the angry version Doom Slayer or whatever, when you get the, the red one and then you just go to punching mayhem, I felt that one felt even better in 2016. And that felt so good in 2016. Dude, I only used that once. Really? I've, I've used it a few times and it feels great. What? I've only found it once. Yeah, I've used it a few times. Now, I can't remember if it's because I replayed the level um, or I had a cheat code. Hmm. But I have used it a few times. Neat. I'll have to look Feels into good. it. Feels good. Yeah. Um, definitely love the when you know you punch things and just everything just guts things splatter out. Awesome. But another Huge thing guts. that I love about the pickups is you get to see a flash of the Doom Slayer's face. Yes. So yeah, Beautiful. you see his like eyes glow purple or yellow or red. Oh yeah, dude. It reflects off the 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 visor a little bit so mm-hmm. cool gosh dude they just they just polished the hell out of this game yeah they they really did and i'm still convinced that you're actually the doom slayer just chilling at home <laughs> i don't know i'm not i'm not quite that fit john you see it's um, been a couple not, you know what so it's been a couple years you know you can you can do it again 
My muscles aren't bigger than my fucking head yet, okay? I took a screenshot of this Doom guy just in his, like, his classic armor, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and his arm is twice the size of his helmet. What? <laughs> it's twice the size. I can send it to you. It is ridiculous oh how my big God. his arms are. After this, please send it to me. I will. It is His arms are huge. Just huge. Oh. Which is, oh my gosh, I cannot get over it. But one thing, um, going back to the movement, I'm actually also going to bring in the gameplay mechanics to this because in 2016, you know, you had your movement and your your game mechanics, and they played together. But I feel like in this game, gameplay mechanics and your movement play are essential together. Yes, um, your mechanics. So in this game, you you have less ammo. You uh, you have to use your flamethrower to get um, armor bits. Your chainsaw to get um, ammo ammo and your glory kills to get health and i found myself when i started and i wasn't playing by the rules the game set i was playing more by the 2016 rules i was getting just bitch slapped all the time but once i unlocked things once i unlocked dash once i unlocked blood punch and stuff like that and i utilized them um you know with my movement so i would dash i always dash around i'm always dashing i love that i'm pu- I'm just constantly punching, shooting, just switch between guns instantly, as many as I can, and chainsawing every ten seconds or so. Even if I don't necessarily need it, I'm always I've become I've made it a habit to chainsaw every chance I get. I just want to um, say, um, basically, you know how I swear to God, every Halo player when you're playing campaign, you're jumping just to get to other places. You're just jumping just for the hell of it. That's exactly yeah. what boosting feels like in this game. And I love it. It does. It does. Well, I love the double jump, dash, dash, um, jump off a monkey bar, double jump again, hang on a wall, dash over. It's just ridiculous how you can link all these things together while you're still shooting in midair. It's insane, dude. It really and is. Just jump, just jump right into a glory kill, go over, chainsaw somebody, fire, or throw like an ice bomb in a group, throw them on fire. Blow them apart with a shotgun, get out, get armor, and just rinse and repeat. It's a great feeling. Um, and when this game goes fucking hard, you need to you need to step that up um, in the last several missions of the game, and it gets just so intense. You're moving so quickly, um, but you feel so good at the same time, dude. Um, I was gonna say this, especially on the uh, the last mission. Some of the hordes that you get are ungodly. Dude, I'll, I'll say it right now. I don't care. That last mission, it was hard as fuck. Yes. <laughs> I think that might be the hardest mission I've ever played in a first-person shooter. That shit was intense. Yeah. Um, I feel like a little bitch, and I wanted to go home. <laughs> <laughs> it took me... Dude, it took me two and a half hours to beat that damn mission. Damn, dude. Non-stop, though. I was, I, I was so hooked in the story and what was going on. I was like, no. I don't care if it's 4 a.m. I am playing this dude. I th- until I beat it. I think the first part of the last mission, everyone, like, I think it had the biggest horde, but I actually didn't die once going through that whole horde. That first, that first section, I didn't die. I actually don't know if I died until the actual final boss. Damn, dude. The, definitely mission. didn't happen to me. I definitely died as soon as I reached the second area. Well, you see, yeah, the second area, but by that time, I had gotten so used to my controls and I was so confident. Like I was just bouncing around like a like a fucking like a rabbit, dude. Gonna like, gonna Daisy. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Gonna say this. It's awesome with the Elite controller. It is. So yeah, the Elite controller. I don't know if you guys use this, but we, me and John, both use the Elite Series Two. It is essential. There's no way I would be a good, as good as I am as this game without that. Oh hell no, no. I, without that, I would. Be, I'd be ass, dude. I'd be terrible. I'd be like a third grader playing COD. Like, I don't know how... First of all, I don't know how I was able to play 2016 with a standard controller. Letting alone, I don't know how people are playing this with a standard PS4 or Xbox controller. That is insane, dude. Insane that they're able to do all this with a like a normal controller. Like, mad respect, dude. Those mad battles, though, man. They really, they really help. Dude, I would... Without those back paddles, dude, I wouldn't be dashing and like switching to chainsaw and shit without that. It is, it's big. And I know like this game probably plays the best on PC and I understand why there's just so much you have to do. Um, and so many keys on a keyboard, but I like, I can't do PC. I'm, I'm bad at PC. 
I'm a little my brain doesn't PC. function that way. Yeah. Um, we are not PC master race. We are I'm not. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, I, the most complex I could play on PC is Half-Life 2. And that's not even com- that complex control-wise. Then there's me playing Gary's mod, just like, okay, I, I want to select this since 50 I don't, minutes doing that. I could barely play Halo Reach on PC, dude, because you have to use like jetpack and stuff, and I can never remember or activate <laughs> it quick enough. Yeah, like it's that bad, like just that extra thing. <laughs> Damn, dude. So, and I know this game, like there's just so many controls. It's It's incredible how they're able to do this. Uh, I'm going to say this real quick. I hope they release a, a Doom Eternal controller because you know I collect controllers. So um, if they release that, I'm for sure going to go buy that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, same. Same. They, I, yeah. This is this game is just too good to not. Too good to not. And now I want to talk because this game, so Doom Eternal, or uh, let's talk about Doom 2016 real quick. That ran on the id 6 engine. Um I can't remember what it is. Id 6. I'm just going to Id 6. I know that's not correct. Um, but this one's on the Id 7 engine. Um, and the graphics in this game are ridiculous. Beautiful. Ridi- like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the best looking game on consoles right now. Yeah, it really is. Like, the, the attention to detail... The lighting, the way the things look, like um, especially like yeah. what what I'm a huge sucker of is reflections off guns, and yeah, do the they do that so well? They really do. They do, and even the performance of it as well. Like you're, these are all super high quality, and then you're going at least sixty frames per second nonstop. I haven't had a hiccup. Um, yeah, no, I have. N- I have not hit a hiccup. Period. I have not hit one. That's that's just insane. I heard and the. I, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, what were you going to say? Yeah, I, I I don't know if this is true, but I heard the download size is actually smaller than t- Doom 2016's. Yeah, it's half the size. Half? What? It's half the size. It's like 30-something, and Doom 2016 was like 68 or something. What? And and it runs... It runs better. And it looks better. That's insane. Yeah, the game is like... The campaign is like twice as long. I feel like yeah, yeah, for sure, and especially since the missions, I feel like are longer. The missions are like so long, dude. They're like an hour and a half per mission to complete, at least for me. Um, that was about a almost a twenty-hour campaign for me. I don't know about you. Um, I think it's got to be more. I'll have to take a look at my gameplay time. Yeah, it was around twenty for my first playthrough. That's also stopping and smelling around the roses and. Not necessarily getting all the collectibles, but if there was one that I wanted to get, I would find a way to do it. Um, and also reading through some, you know, codexes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And also dying a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. There's been a couple times where I was just like, I am so frustrated, but I'm going to keep playing because this right. game is so good. Well, it's it's a good kind of frustration, though. Um, and it's a it's a beautiful one, too, because... You get frustrated, but you know, like you know why you died, and you know how you died, and you know how to correct that next time. So then you play it, and then you die again from something else. Yeah. <laughs> then you keep learning, and you keep getting better at the game. Yeah, like honestly, there's been a couple times where I just keep dying, keep dying, keep dying, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go to bed for the night. The next day, I'm sitting there at work, and work's kind of weird right now, so I got a lot of time to think. <laughs> yeah. um, so you know, I just kind of sit there, and I'm like. Oh shit! I should try this. Oh shit! I should try this. Oh okay. I maybe I should do it this way. I should go about it this way. And when I come back, man, do I just slaughter? It it, it is, dude. More, it's like a chess game. I know it's software. Um, Hugo Martin specifically said it's more like a a violent chess game. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what he said. Yeah, it's like a I violent that. chess game. You got to think it through. Um, but it's a be- like going back to the graphics. And like environments in this game, there are so many unique environments. Oh yeah, and then one it's thing. It's so unique. Yeah, it really, it really is. One thing that I did love um, that they did, like uh, att- for attention to detail, um, Doom twenty sixteen. You can rip a little bit of stuff off of enemies. Like you can rip some flesh off. You can make it look mm-hmm. like they're a little more damaged. Doom twenty sixteen looks like you're fucking them up. Yeah, I mean, you shoot with a shotgun, you see half their fucking arm blow off. You see the bones sitting there. Oh. Um, and the more you do damage to them, I notice, like, for, like, Hell Knights, if you do more damage to their arms to where their bone is showing, 
one of your glory kills you'll do is you just snap his fucking arm and then punch him in the face. Dude, um, what yeah, the, he's like bone, bone snap. It's crazy. Yeah, one of my favorite ones is um, I can't remember what it is, but it's kind of like um, kind of like a snake enemy. Um, oh yes, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I I like to call them slithering bitches. <laughs> I call them Medusas. The the what? Medusas. Medusas. Yeah, that's a good name, Medusa. Yeah, still was, a bitch. Yeah, it's but... like a slithery bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, those things are so annoying, but I love them at the same time. That's a um, weird thing to say. I love one of the glory kills. You actually break their arm and you use their bone to stab it back in their face. Yeah, you yeah you pull out their arm and you break it and you shove it through her face, dude. That's yeah, that's so cool. I know that's one of the the Hugo Martin's the director of the game. I think that's his favorite one. That, that they just done great. Like I loved it. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, there was glory kills I was doing near the end of the game on enemies that I was fighting from the beginning mission that I hadn't done before. Yeah, like um like I said with um Dune 2016, my I think one of my complaints was, well, I wouldn't say complaint, but something I didn't like as well, I guess you can say it's a complaint. Um it's criticism, yeah. Uh was that I felt the glory kills were just repetitive. Yeah, this game, even though I've seen it a couple times, not in a row, I've seen it a couple times. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel repetitive whatsoever. It feels very yeah. different, and I love that. It feels so good, and that goes with you know fluidity, the movement. It goes mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it does. You know the the glory kills in this game feel fantastic. I don't know if it's the the fucking arm blade that makes them even better. Oh, that's so but cool. I love the sound of that. The shink, <laughs> just the gutting, dude. Oh, it's so violent. I love it that game bro that game it it's, it's so good it's so cool and what i love is despite it being a doom game most of the game doesn't take place on mars or hell yeah at all in fact i think there's only like three missions total in hell um and i think there's only one on a uac base i, I think, think technically two well there was one on a arc base okay i don't i i can't remember Maybe there was two on UAC bases, but still, I mean, and that's in a 13 mission long campaign. Yeah. I mean, you go to, you go to heaven for hell's sake, dude. You go to heaven and you fucking live in in heaven. It's great, right? (laughs) You you mean for earth's sake? (laughs) Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. No freaking. So yeah, one of the missions in the game, you basically go to heaven and there's moments where I'm like, this looks like Halo. Like, yeah, oh yeah. I, um, oh yeah. I posted a picture on Twitter and I'm going down like a purple corridor. I'm like, this is Halo. Yeah, this is it totally death, felt baby. like it. Yeah, I, I saw that picture and I was like, whoa, I'm getting mad uh mad Halo vibes. I know, and that I never expected that. And then you're also going through there and it's just like so unique. Like I've never seen anything like that level before in a game. And the enemies are just so cool. Um, and I really like, you know, it's really weird to say about a Doom game, but I really like the ones that are like, uh, the missions that are outside, it's kind of like rainy and, sh- and stuff and there's moss and it's a really pretty environment. And then, uh, meanwhile, you're ripping the throat out of a demon. Holy it's- shit. Um, I just had a, an idea for our, uh, for our spoiler podcast name. <laughs> oh, you'll have to send that to me. Maybe send that to oh, me. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to text it to you right now because this is so funny. I don't want to lose it. (laughs) Text me. Oh, gosh. I'm excited for that. Uh, But, yeah. um, Um, Also, one thing I wanted to really, really note was um, how good the platforming is. The platforming. Okay, I've seen some people complaining about platforming. I'm going to say, you people are crazy. The platforming in this game is so freaking good, dude. I love it. Oh, it really, like, it really, really is so good. And I love that it's not just horizontal, it's very vertical. It is very vertical, and there's a lot, I mean, it is still super intense in a different way. It changes the pace, but it's still very intense. Because there's, like, a section, and this was shown in the E3 demo a little bit, um, but it's been even better in this game, where you're basically floating through space, or jumping through space... Of a blown up UAC base. <laughs> That's just so cool, dude. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You're fighting demons in midair, and then you're jumping and climbing on walls and uh, meat hooking enemies to get to other places, um, and then jumping on monkey bars and dashing over to uh, floating bits that are just flying through space. 
it is so unique. And there's a lot of puzzles in this game too that you have to do. Um, one of them being a, like a water puzzle, which I know is kind of a turnoff to some people, but I, I thought it was so much fun. Some of the puzzles they have there, and like some even just lead to the collectibles. Like they, mm-hmm. they complement each other very, very well. Yes, they do. They do. The I don't know everything about this game. I feel like it gives you the breaks when you need it to. When you need more brain exercise, um, it gives you a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're done with the puzzle, the puzzles never last too long. As soon as you're done with the puzzle, you're like, oh, I want to kill something. Oh, hey, here's a giant room of demons. Here we go. Dude, then after that, yeah. Literally the perfect game for uh, this time in our lives because of mm-hmm. like this weird virus that we're dealing with. I know. And it, what I really appreciate, actually, is how they depict the Doom Slayer. Now, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but um, one of the things I really appreciate, especially in the times that we're going through now, is all of this bad shit is happening to humanity in this game. I mean, you open the game and the hell's taken over like 66.6% of the world. God damn, dude. Like they've taken over. No, that's the casualty percentage of the human race is 66.6% at the start of the game. What the fuck? But you go in there and you feel like such a badass. You are so respected. You feel like you're on top of everything. And it's really something that I feel like people going through rough times kind of need. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel good. Oh, I agree. and just being respected like that, that when you are in Doom and you feel like both it's software respects you and it gives you the power to do what you want in the game, but also the way people talk about you in the game and how they approach you um, and so, how some of them fear you just straight up like start freaking out when they see you. Dude, it's cool. It, it really reminds me of in um, Halo 3 where they're like a Spartan and they like start freaking out that it's the chief. Yes, it's exactly like it that. It feels the same. That, that, it also my feels two the favorite same. green guys, dude. Yeah, it also feels the same in which uh, in Halo 2 when you, you jump, when Master Chief goes over to High Charity and he says boo to the grunt yeah. and the, uh, the grunt like freaks out and the prophet's like kill him uh, yeah. and away. It feels just like that. And I, I want to get more of this into our spoiler review, but I wanted to say that like Doom Eternal feels like the Halo 2 of the Doom franchise. Yep, yep, easy. I, yep. I will and agree I, with that wholeheartedly. Even story comparisons, and again, we'll go over that later, but there's a lot of story comparisons and themes and stuff that it's like, this is the Halo 2. Not to mention, it's also, in my opinion, the best Doom game, period. I uh, I haven't played all the Doom games. I've played uh, parts of them, but I haven't beaten all of them. I've only beaten 2016. Uh, but so far from what I've played, it's so good it's my favorite doom that i've played yeah i gotta say i don't see you liking any of the other ones more than eternal but i still yeah, think it's not. good to play through them no absolutely I'll, um, I'll be honest with you there's no way but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you know you know i'm a classics guy so you know I'll yeah you are play the uh the, the ogs yeah you got it i mean you got it just just so you can respect it and you know hey this is the origins but uh doom eternal exists and i'm probably never gonna play doom 2 or doom 1 again or doom 3 <laughs> I will but I will play 2016 again. How about Doom 64? I'm actually playing through that right now, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I got that as a download. I really need to try. I haven't picked it up yet. It's cool. I've gotten lost a few times. It gets a little frustrating in that regard. But otherwise, I mean, the gameplay, the gunplay feels really good, surprisingly. I, I, You'd have to play it. I'm and excited. I haven't played enough of it to explain it. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, it's good. You know, and then one more thing I want to talk about is uh, Marauder and Doggo. <laughs> the Marauder. And I've seen just so many people just get so pissed off from the Marauder. Um, I love how angry now, he makes me. Uh, right? Uh, he's actually probably my favorite dem- uh, enemy to fight in the game. Yeah. Personally. He's, he's my bitch. personal favorite. <laughs> um, he is. He's kind of a bitch. He... He definitely depleted all of my uh, lives the first time you uh, you fight him. <laughs> well, the first time I was fighting him, I like I didn't know how to fight him. I was shooting like uh, my rockets at him. I'm like, why won't you just fucking die? Uh, <laughs> like I didn't actually read through the instructions of how to fight him. I, like, I was like, ah, oh, this guy will be easy. <laughs> I like that. Um, 
you can tell that our play styles are so different and how we play games are we're very different as well. Like you're like, yeah. skip through everything, kill them all. And then there's me who like reads it. Oh, this could be useful information. This is Intel. <laughs> I've got to use yeah, this. So you're way more tactical. And then I'm like, give me the fucking shotgun. We're going to go kill some shit. See, this is perfect in the sense that I would be the dude in the back picking things off that are coming to kill you. And then stuff that I didn't pick off, you'd just be blown away with a shotgun. I'd be just fucking ripping and tearing car into it. Car into it. See, both of us together, we're we're made a team, dude. Dude. You're the car and I'm the took or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. We're both both there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I freaking love these boss battles. Now, he appears several times through the game, and he's a challenge. You have to mix up your play style to deal with this guy. And I think that fits the game perfectly, because the game does change up how you play the game throughout throughout the campaign to keep it fresh. And I know a lot of people said, hey, he, uh, you know, he slows down the ca- combat. And I'm like, I agree, because he slows it down to make it more of a 1v1 instead of a 1v50. Yeah. And he's he's as good as you, and you need to learn everything that you've done um, in the game, and you need to apply that to this boss battle. And uh, you have to do it in a way that's not as aggressive as before, but you have to think through the boss fight, and that's what I really appreciate about it. It's um, it's way more challenging when you've got like thirty other things shooting at you while you're trying mm-hmm. to kill them. It's cool, yes. But I'm gonna say, uh, it, fuck yeah. that dog. <laughs> <laughs> The dog, so I'm actually one of those people who don't actually run into the dog very often because if you keep the perfect distance between yourself and the marauder, he doesn't summon the dog. Yeah, absolutely. There's only been a handful of times where I thought I cleared the uh, the room out good enough, mm-hmm. but then it uh, turns out like there's a chunk of people and they like throw shit at me and you know they're doing some damage. And so I got to run away and get some health somehow just for a quick yeah. moment. And then they send the dog. And I'm like, oh, yep. God, the dog, you know, like the, the bees. That's me with the dog, the, the dog, the dog, <laughs> not the dog, well, I, the dog. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I do is I really save up my blood punch for that fucker. That's what I do. Oh, so when yeah. he get, when the dog jumps at you, I just blood punch and kill him <laughs> and anybody next to me. I pet the dog very hard with my fist, basically. I pet and the then dog very hard with my fist. Yeah. And then so what I'll do is I'll like use my super shotgun and then my like. I don't know the red uh, crossbow gun. I can't think of the name, but uh, so he'll blink his eyes green and I'll shoot him and I'll switch in between the guns. And then I won't keep engaging him. I'll actually bounce around the map and go chainsaw guys so I can get ammo and shit. And that's how I deal with him as I just, I just keep a tight space, but I also bounce around him to, uh, to get ammo and stuff. Yeah. I I I do something very similar, like slightly tweaked different, but that's basically what I do as well. Yeah, and I I think he's so cool. Yeah, his he really is. His introduction, dude. His introduction. You were never one of us. Oh my gosh, dude! I freaking love it, dude. I still think it's so funny how you're gonna like walk it. How you walked in? This is gonna be easy, Mia. I want to take these notes and figure out what I need to do. Well, see, I just figured. Well, if we're evenly balanced, I'm gonna shoot him with a fucking rocket launcher. He's got a he's got an axe and a shotgun. As long as I stay my distance. We're fine. No, he's got a shield. He's got a riot shield. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> no, but I really... It was a very a humbling moment. I died a lot in that first time, and I learned my lesson. Oh, man, dude. His I shotgun, too. His shotgun's pretty badass, and the lore behind him is really cool. Not going to go into it, though, but it's very cool. Oh, man. Seriously, that uh, that Marauder, bro. That scares me. It gives me nightmares. He does. Yeah, I think he's he's such a cool design. I freaking love him. Oh man, it's really cool. I'd be too scared to go up against two. Mm, yeah, that would be very hard. Yeah, that would be very hard. Imagine playing that would scare me. Nightmare, dude, or the basically the hardest thing in the game, and you have to try to beat those. Dude, I'm already nervous about doing Nightmare by my like by itself. <laughs> I can't even imagine ultra nightmare and i know people have done it and i'm like how the hell have you done that dude there's some people that i already read online that beat the game on nightmare on the second day it was out like how the fuck they must have just been playing just non-stop dude what i what i heard my manager say he said um they no lifed it and i thought it was so funny. oh yeah yeah i'm sure you oh, know really? which uh manager i'm talking about if i, I say venom yes yep <laughs> yep that's badass yeah i i figured they do that 
That, that seems like something they do. <laughs> That's gonna be us with Halo, though. We're gonna we're really gonna. Well, it's gonna take a week to beat, um, especially since I'm gonna be doing every like I'm gonna look for every single detail. This game is a is a holy monument for me. Yeah, if you guys think I am losing my shit with hype with uh, Doom and Half-Life right now, you haven't seen shit because Halo Infinite's coming out, and I know me and John are going to just lose it. Yeah, you see how I'm not really active on Twitter right now? Uh, you're probably going to have to mute me in a while. That's going to change, and I'm excited for that to change. Oh, man, you're going to see me tweet like every hour. Dude, well, that's, yeah, that's that's perfect. I, I already have your notifications on, so here we go. <laughs> you're not going to be like interacting with each other a lot. <laughs> God, we're gonna have our own conversations on Twitter and just retweeting each other, and, and then we have gonna... our separate text messages, and then we're gonna have our separate Snapchat, all three conversations going at once. <laughs> yep, I'm excited for that. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about before we end the podcast tonight um, is I just wanted to go over because Half Life Alex just came out on Monday. Yes, I really wanted to hear about this. Board. Yeah, so Half Life Alex. Now, a little history here is so. We've been waiting for a new Half-Life game since 2006, when Half-Life wow. 2 Episode 2 came out. Um, they were always working on a Half-Life Episode 3, and then it was Half-Life 3, and then they weren't working on it, and then they were working on it. And then we heard nothing for like six years, and then randomly, out of nowhere, they drop a Half-Life Alex trailer. Finally, a, a full Half-Life game coming out on VR. And I'll say right now... It's worth the wait. It has been fucking awesome so far. I've played about four and a half hours of Half Life Alex on Monday. Yeah, I've played about four and a half. It was so good. Um, so it is a VR game, and I think that's its greatest flaw is that it's a VR game. And why? When I say that, I don't mean the VR is bad. It's actually the best VR game I've ever played by a long shot. But. Because not everybody's going to have access to it. And that's the most unfortunate thing because this game is something else. It is something else. It's going to push the VR industry forward. Um, Because what this is, it's not like a tech demo, like some might have thought it was. It's not a tech demo. It's not a short game. It's a full game so far. It's got an interesting story. The gameplay is intense. Very scary. Um... And I'm just I'm just hooked in it. Like it feels like you're playing Half Life Two, um, but like in real life. If that makes sense, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I really couldn't recommend this game enough so far. And now I haven't beat it, and I know I have heard people talk about that the ending of this game is mind blowing, and they're freaking the fuck out about it. And I'm really excited for that because I'm a huge Half-Life fan. So I'm hoping hoping for Half-Life 3 coming soon. But the uh, so far, it's really good. The story, the voice acting is fantastic. The story they're telling is very intriguing. Um, the headcrab zombies are scary as ever. And you guys know that that is like my, the bane of my existence. <laughs> headcrab zombies. Yeah, I, I scream a lot like a little girl. You going to buy a plushie of those? I do want to buy one for Halloween. I want to get... So I want to get like the plushie. So I could throw it at people and scare them. But then I also, what I want to do for my costume uh, for Halloween is get, there's a hat you can get that's a head crab. You put it on your head um, and it's a hat you wear. And what I want to do is I want to curl up, get like Freddy Cougar, Freddy Cougar hands because they have those long fingers that come out and just like crunch up like this, make a jacket that's like ripped up with like guts <laughs> pouring out and then just walk like this and just make the the horrible screams that they make I've, oh my I've been practicing God, them no. and I just want to want to like keep a, another head crab in my chest while I'm holding it and then just walk like that and scream and then when somebody approaches me I want to grab my the head crab and throw it at him <laughs> you see that's how you get shot that is how I get shot it <laughs> is how I get shot oh then, then there's me with the with the flood <laughs> yes oh my gosh. Dude, we after playing Half Life Alex, I Halo VR would be so cool. Yeah, oh, it yeah. would be so cool. A full one, not the, the Halo Recruit demo we had. I, I'm talking a full game, and this so this game right here, Half Life Alex, proves to me and it proves to like everybody that VR is more than just a gimmick. Full AAA games can be made for these, and they can be made very well. 
Um, the controls feel natural. I'm playing it on Oculus Rift S, so I'm not even playing with the um, the what are they called the the Vibe? Okay. No, what do they call it? What do they call it? The uh, the Valve Index. So that one, you know, you have more control. It's something that straps to your hands, and you can use your fingers, and that'll appear in the game, stuff like that. That's cool. I'm just using the the Rift S, the more affordable one, and it. I'm not having any issues with it. Um, the game is very interactable. Everything there's physics, like you're you're knocking stuff over, and they've also created the gravity gloves. So what you can do instead of having to like lean over and pick something up or go across the room to grab something. You can like point at it and then flick your wrist and then catch the item because it'll pull it to you. That's so cool. So you can pull ammo to you in the middle of a firefight. You can pull grenades off enemies you're fighting, pick up the pin, throw it back. Or if they have ammo on them, you can pop the ammo from them and insert into your pistol. And what I love is that what you have to do to reload, for example, your pistol, you have to hit a button to eject your clip. Okay. You have to pull your mag from your backpack, slide it into your gun, and then hit the other gun to to push the clip or, or the top part forward. And you have to do that. So you have to manually load the guns. Like the shotgun is my favorite. You have to pop it open. It's a single-handed shotgun. You pop it open. You pull the shells from your backpack. You slide them in. You pop it back, and you have to cock it. It is so satisfying, and it feels really good. And it's kind of weird to imagine you doing that like with controllers and loading stuff, but it just works. And I can't explain how good it works. That's really cool. It's, it is phenomenal. The, the AI is very cool so far. Having head crabs jump at you is just terrifying. <laughs> um, but it's cool. Cause you can interact with them. You can like pick up like a trash can lid off the floor and the game doesn't teach you to do this. You just naturally do it. That's how well it's designed. I go pick up a trash can lid and I'll block the head crabs jumping at me. I'll like smack them to the wall and shoot them. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the game there's like pitch black moments where you have to get a flashlight on your on your wrist and point around. You're shooting these poisonous head crabs that are jumping at you, and it's it's a riot, dude. Dude, that's so cool. I remember the first time I saw a head crab, I I asked if it was a turkey. It's a turkey. I was like, is it's that a, is that a cooked turkey? Is it cooked turkey? Yeah, it's gonna be when I'm done with it. <laughs> I, I really want to try uh, Half-Life so the games that you uh, let me borrow I'm going to be uh, playing those very soon once I finish up with uh, with Doom yes and I want you to play Half-Life Alex 2 and we'll, we'll get you to do that but um, for this game I have learned that playing Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2 are very important because even though this game is a prequel it does tie into those and you'll see things that you you saw from the other games and it gives him uh, like an explanation for him and other story elements. I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I can't wait to try it. So I'm excited. Um, I'll come up with a, a review of it. Hopefully by the next podcast that we do, I'm trying my best to get through it. It's kind of hard being everybody in my family is a huge Half-Life fan and they want to go play through it. Um, but we are, I'll get through it. I want to do a full review for you guys, tell you if it's worth it. Uh, I'll tell you right now, if you have a VR, uh, I don't know what you're doing, but you better buy that game, especially since most of us are going to be uh, in our house for a lot of time now. Yep. Definitely get a hold of it. It's fantastic. You will not regret it. It is worth the money um, that I've spent so far for it. Hell yeah. That's mighty awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited, very happy about that. And if I'm happy about that, let's just wait till Halo Infinite and me and you are going to go nuts. Oh, man, I can't wait to go bonkers. Just bonkers, my guy. Oh, <laughs> infinite, infinite, infinite. I'm so ready. Yep. And after having two, I'm like, these are my big three games of the year, Halo, Doom, and Half-Life. Two of three of them so far, perfect. And they're getting huge reviews, glowing reviews. I think Alex got a... 10 out of 10 from IGN, which never happens. Wow. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I was like, what? I like. I don't really care about IGN. I like Ryan McCaffrey and seeing his interviews, but I never... But still, seeing them get a 10 out of 10, that like never happens. So I'm hoping good for Infinite, because that's kind of the, the pinnacle this I'm year. I'm not for even worried for Infinite, man. They oh, I'm not, not worried at all. No, I'm just... I'm excited. Whew. It's been good. Oh man! And then uh, we've got to think of a question for uh, for the for the Ask Noble Core. Yeah, you know, 
I picked the last question, Mr. John. I believe it is your turn. It my is my turn. Absolutely. Yes. Got to think of one. Um, what are you thinking of the? If you have Doom Eternal, uh, what do you think of like the movement? Maybe uh, you know, what? let's focus on the collectibles. What are you thinking about the collectibles? Yeah. Well, like, what are your favorite collectibles so far? Absolutely, and uh, yeah. your reasons behind it. Yeah. We'll go ahead and tweet that question out here soon. We're hoping for some more replies, and we're excited to talk about that next week. Hell yeah, and be sure to show uh, before – oh, my God, it is late. Be sure to share uh, amongst your friends. We really want to make sure we uh, expand and grow. We hope you guys are liking the podcast. We have fun doing these. We absolutely mm-hmm. love doing them. It's it's just a lot of fun, and especially since this is kind of like our only time we really talk at the moment. So – you know, it gives us more yeah. time to, to talk and kind of hang out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we enjoy doing this. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. Um, really hope you guys are enjoying uh, Doom Eternal, if you guys are playing in Half-Life and any other games. I know Animal Crossing came out recently too. Hope you guys are enjoying those and stay safe out there. It's a little bit crazy. But uh, uh, John, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close off today? There's Karin Took and Hug and Sniff. Hug and sniff and car and took and car and sniff and car and car and sniff. Car and took the kids. Rip it down. Uh, no, oh. I don't think there's really anything else uh, to add from my end. All right. Well, perfect. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening into the Noble Core podcast. We have been your hosts. I am Grunt and John the Chief. And uh, we'll catch you out there. If you guys can follow us on Twitter, I am at TheGarant4500. NobleCore is at TheNobleCore. And And John is at JohnTheChief. All right. You guys heard it here, folks. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and we will talk to you next week.